Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my guest, Sonia Fears. Sonia Fears, let me a little background on it. I say this at the very top of the show. Financial advisor and global sports and entertainment director with Morgan Stanley. She began working in the financial services industry in 2000. Then she joined Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, in 2006. So if you have any phone calls that you want to make, this is the time to make those phone calls. She has since transitioned to Morgan Stanley, where she is one of the one of the fewer than 2% of Morgan Stanley's financial advisors to obtain their global sports and entertainment director destination as of January of this year. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Sonia Fears. How are you doing, Sonia? Good evening. Good evening, Rashawn. Thank you for having me. Well, well thank well. you. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think that with gas prices, you know, some areas going over $5, a lot of people uh, want to know what's going on with their money. I guess, uh, do you get, are you getting, are the phone calls that you're getting now different from the phone calls that you got during the pandemic? They are, and, and the reason being, um, the reason why they're different, uh, of course, you know, we, we had the pandemic and, and, and then we had um, unrest and, you know, with, uh, with police, and, and now we have a war. Um, and the tensions in R- Russia and Ukraine, um, for a lot of us, um, is different. And, and so people are nervous. There's a lot of anxiety, and, and the calls... Um, although similar because there were anxieties there, um, these anxieties are unknown for a lot of people. So they, they are a little different. Yeah, because uh, I reason you can say that because you look at television. It's all, let me just answer myself, the question to myself. For instance, when, <laughs> when the civil arrest was here, when the George Floyd situation, the pandemic was here, when I walked out my front door, I had to deal with either wearing a mask or not going out in the front door. I had to deal with right. worrying about the police, the police when they, when they stopped me, because I was stopped several times. One was because my tag was expired. I was nervous. Whereas the war, I can just turn the TV off. I can ignore it in a sense, even though it's going mm-hmm. on. But that ignoring still doesn't mean it's not impacting me because my gas, I went to fill up uh, yesterday. And I, I looked down, it was like $5.13 because I used premium gas in my car. And I was like... 
stunned. I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. Because on TV, they only give you the lowest price gas, the regular premium, the regular gas. And so, but there's gas out there in some places, five and six dollars a gallon. But in time, that also tells people who, because you deal with people on retirement accounts, you deal with people who are. Don't know if they can take their money in or redirect their money. And we're always talking about closing the black well gap. So you have a lot of questions that come in you. The first question I'm I'm, going to ask you, what is the wealth gap, the black wealth gap? Is there any possibility that being closed in my generation? And if so, how can that be achieved? That's an excellent question. Um, It's something that you hear a lot more younger um, people talk about, which which is very, very encouraging to me. Um, And and really, by having the door open once, one um, often is the greatest component to increase the black dollar and wealth in the black community. Um, education um, is, is, is another way. Um, what, we, what we need is more people who look like us to understand the different components of building wealth. And, and that's where we start, um, to really understand how you build wealth, because when you understand, we can work towards closing the gap. Um, you know, having the opportunities really to talk to youth in an engaging way, um, and to not only focus on finance, um, but promote financial literacy um, so that we can shed light on the mindset and the discipline needed to become wealthy. Because it's discipline, just, just like the, the same kind of discipline that it takes. And I know you're an early riser um, <laughs> to wake up early, <laughs> to wake up early. And, and for those who can do that and have the discipline to regardless of, of what's going on to get their rest so that they can start early and they can have a full day, the discipline to exercise every day. It's, it's the discipline to really um, understand and, and have a mindset to, to, to be intentional about understanding what your money can do for you and understanding what you need to do to allow your money to work for you. You know, and, and when I uh, thank you for that information you just told us. Um, mm-hmm. When you was talking in your opening credits, we, I talked about when you was at Merrill Lynch, um, you, you, you created the first African-American mother-daughter wealth management team with your daughter. So I'm assuming that the conversations and the approaches were different as the people you were dealing, I want to say in your age group, or the group that came to you for financial advice, and the group that came to her for financial advice. What what was the uh, was there any common denominators, or they were just extreme people looking for extreme diff- different approaches to their financial strategies? So the the, the common denominator, and and that's what you see now, and and that's why I'm encouraged about the wealth gap um, closing, is the. The fact that people um, that are my age or people that are looking towards retirement or putting together an estate plan or people that um, are my daughter's age, um, they all want and, and need guidance. You know, that's, that's the common denominator. People that don't do this every day, 
um, and is not investing people's money and not putting together financial plans um, for people so that they have that guide to help them through life and, and not have to worry about it. They really don't know. Um, you know, so we, we have physicians and we have um, athletes and we have um, business owners, and, and they, they are very good at what they do, but they don't do this every day. And if they don't do this every day, they don't really have that roadmap um, at their fingertips to help um, guide them through knowing what their numbers are and knowing that based on the seven life priorities, what the numbers um, look like that will make that retirement plan successful. And, and so that's a common denominator that um, young or middle age or older need the knowledge and need the guidance to be able to fulfill their goals and have an effective plan towards building wealth. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Sonia, why aren't more minorities involved in, this, in stock activity? I, and I thought about it, of course, while you were on the break. Um, and why are people sitting on the sidelines, as you asked? And I, I think it's important um, for a lot of people to identify why they're nervous. Um, so we know there's a lot of anxiety now because of the tension with Russia and Ukraine. But from from there, you know, people uh, identifying why they're nervous, they, they need to look at the intended use of their assets um, and, and what they plan to invest in. And, and if you're clear on your goals and you're confident on your timeline and you understand that, that there are highs and lows in investing, um, you really should be fine. Uh, a lot of people are nervous because they don't know and they're not being prepared. And, and so working with a financial professional so you understand that the market has hebs and flows and, and that over the past 100 years, and you can physically look at the charts and, and look at all of the um, many crises that's occurred over the past 80 to 100 years and understand that even though those crises occurred, right. the market still went up. And, and so really understanding, I think that will take away some of that nervousness and really being prepared, I, I think, will help people. Now, in terms of why minorities are not in the stock market, um, I, I really don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. I, I really see a lot more minorities getting into investing. Um, but working with the financial professional, not as many. You, you hear about a lot of younger folks now, they're getting involved with cryptocurrency or they want to start investing or, you know, they have a Disney stock um, and, and things like that. So I, I think it's changing. It's just that we need to get more um, involved and, and, and get to our goal where we have a predominant amount of us. Um, involved in investing. Let me ask you this question. So, because you say the word crypt cryptocurrency, I've had uh, experts on this, on my show talking about cryptocurrency, talking about Bitcoin, talking about stocks. Does cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, does that fall in your wheelhouse? So, um, many brokerage firms, including Morgan Stanley, um, 
really shy away from uh, offering cryptocurrencies um, to our clients. The, um, we were actually the first brokerage um, firm on Wall Street to offer Bitcoin on our platform. But you have to be an accredited investor to be able to buy it. So um, for, for us, you have to have a million dollars with us. And the minimum you can put in it is 50000 And, again, we, we set the, the criteria very high because the potential for loss is tremendous. And so is the potential for gain. But the, that volatility, a lot of people that have, um, you know, their retirement funds, we discourage them from putting that into it. You have to have significant disposable assets before we would encourage that. Well, okay, and so that means that that let me just slow it down because you know that million dollars you probably got a lot of people hung up on my show right there. I, I can't even listen to this guy. I don't have a million dollars, <laughs> you know, because of the fact that you know we're talking about you know investing, and so they say I, I, a small amount of money. I want to invest a small amount of money. Is it worth it? And let me ask that question because you know, as a child, you know, to just put twenty dollars in the bank, put a hundred dollars in the bank. What is a starting point for investing or savings and creating a relationship with a person like you? Or should we just go to an app like a Robin Hood type app type to, to get started? Can they come to you with a small amount of money to invest and start their their, their road, their, their journey to financial success? And so I I, I want to say that Yes, you can start with a small amount of money yes, um, to invest. The, the criteria, and, and I, I give this to um, clients across the board, um, children of my clients, um, we have to start with savings, right? Right. And for a young adult that's starting out um, and they're looking to buy their, own, um, their first car and potentially save to get their first home. Do you have an emergency fund? You know, I always start there. Right. And the, the criteria to establish an emergency fund, if you're single, it's six months times your monthly expenses, your electric, your rent, your gas, your whatever your monthly expenses are, six times that amount, right. that should be your emergency fund. If okay. you're married or you're a couple, it's three times your monthly expenses. So once you've established your emergency fund, then the monies that you have left over, that's what you use to invest. And you start where you are. And if it's $100 a month, that's where you start. And if it's 1000 or 5000 that's where you start. But I definitely encourage at any level, you should start. Okay, cool. I, th- I think they back on. I think they rejoined me. The hundred dollars they rejoined me. So good. We, I can see the, the phones are lighting up now. <laughs> but you know, you know the, the fun, the fun part about it, you got all these, the, the, you know, got these people on TV screaming about stock. They got they, they, these different shows talking about the stock market going up, going down, and you know what is what is a uh, you hear the term hot stock. What is what is that? Is that a term that's being used on television only, or that term is used within your in your framework of doing business? The word "hot stock." You know, I I, I get that all the time. Um, you know, I I I go out and people 
um, hear and understand what I do, and they're asking, you know, <laughs> uh, for a tip <laughs> or to, you know, what are the hot stocks that I should invest in? And, and I mean, it, it's not a bad question, right? right? Uh, um, but, you know, I have to tell them that our team primarily focuses on longer-term investing. Right. So we don't necessarily recommend a stock um, or two for short-term purchase nor will we recommend just one or two for a portfolio. You know, it, it's all about asset allocation. And it, it, if you are starting, if you're starting out and you cannot diversify across different sectors, you know, so there are 11 different sectors, you may not benefit um, from one or two stocks because if those one or two stocks go down, then you, you've lost all your money, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know, so we recommend instead of picking that one or two that you look at an S&P index and, and you put your money in that index fund. And so an index fund like that tracks the S&P 500, all of the, the major um, companies um, in the U.S. in the S&P 500. So that would be the recommendation right. um, for someone versus one or two individuals. And somebody tapping you on the shoulder, uh, uh, how you doing, son? I hear you work. Uh, <laughs> what's the hot stock? They're not even exactly. tied to your account. They just want, to, want some advice and run around the corner and then open up their little app and just start buying based on what you might recommend. And that's the that's the right. danger of being in a professional environment in a non-professional environment. But I I know that you know I I I've been involved personally investing ever since my early 30s and and as I've gotten older, you know, different people I've talked to have advised me, "Okay, do you want to be aggressive? Do you want to be a moderate or do you want to be conservative?" And that's are those the sectors you're talking about are those the way uh, or how you want to spend your money based on your age. So um, that's risk tolerance, moderate, aggressive, and and people have to understand their risk tolerance. Okay. You know, so if you're the kind that you can go to Vegas and um, get on the, um, the, uh, what is that wheel called? (laughs) You're, you're, you're putting all your chips on black. Oh, right, 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 right. All on red. Roulette wheel. The the roulette. There Mm -hmm. you go. There Mm -hmm. you go. Then, then you're aggressive. You're willing to take chances and, you know, you just want to go with it. And so someone like that would invest in a hundred percent equities. 100% 100% stocks. Mm-hmm. If you are more conservative, right, mm-hmm. and you're only on that penny slot machine or that quarter <laughs> slot machine. <laughs> you're really conservative. You're on the penny slot machine, I'm telling you. Right. You know, so then we, we want to put more fixed income in your portfolio, right? And, and then we want to put less um, stocks or equities in your portfolio. And, but the sectors that we're talking about are the, the different sectors that covers the market. You know, so we have construction and materials. Mm-hmm. We have um, industrials. We have healthcare. We have um, REIT is a sector now. Wow. And and so that's what I'm talking about, sector. technology. Okay, cool. Well, uh, Sonia, we have a, a call in from Dave in Buckhead. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Dave, we have Sonia Fears on the call. She's from Morgan Stanley. Uh, she's one of the financial advisors on the show. You have a question for her? AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. 
It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second-grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second-grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, thanks for putting me through. Um, You know, when I turned my radio down, I I caught the piece of information that Sonya was passing along about penny investors. And I was like, yeah, you know, I got all excited. <laughs> um, but, you know, my, my question was re- really geared towards, say, a person who's middle age or, uh, you know, that has some investments in, in, in the stock market, you know, with particular a particular stock. But then more so, I thought about, you know, the, um, the beginning of the conversation where, you both were talking about how that information is funneled down. And I, I hate to use that word loosely, but it's true. In my case, funneled down about financial knowledge, training, understanding how money works. Um, you know, those resources, unfortunately, weren't really available to me. You know, and um, so, so having said all that, um, you know, in terms of why uh, black people uh, are are 
I guess, low-end users of these services, I think, are because, in my case, like, I would probably want to see an investment come uh, quicker than what I'm, I think what I'm hearing is more long-term. Would you say that that's true? Like, stocks, they're more long-term investments when you're dealing with somebody like Sonia Fears, right? What, you, what you're teaching now. And it's not just, and thank you for that. Um, and thank you, um, you know, for even pointing out that you're, you're in the market um, and, and, and that the, the information gets funneled down. You know, so for, and I want to start there. You know, so for a lot of us or a lot of people that say, I don't know anything about investing, I don't know anything about the stock market, and, and I have yeah. to use myself for, as an example. My husband gets on me all the time. He said, well, if you don't understand, why don't you just Google it up and, 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 and look it up? The information is out there now, right? And so right. all of us, we can Google it, we can look it up online, and so it's, it's much more available. And so that's the thing. I want to encourage people. You, you start Googling, you start looking up information, you start searching for financial seminars, because there's a lot of free education out there on investing and on the market. And so that's what people need to start looking for the information and trying to get the knowledge. That's where it starts. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Uh, Dave said something that uh, I wouldn't say struck a nerve with me, but it did, you know, about giving somebody your money and then trying to get it back with a showing, showing rapid, um, a, a rapid uh, increase in their money. Because that's, that's always the sentiment that you feel when you watch the stock market, that people just put in money and they get money back and they're happy and they celebrate. That's the false sense of how stock, the stock market actually works, correct? It, it really is. Um, what, um, and, and I'm so glad um, you, you brought that back up because that's, that's a very important point that, that Dave brought up and question that he asked. So in terms of returning on your investment, again, um, once you're educated and, and you're comfortable and you have your savings and you're willing to get into the market, you have to understand that um, you can't time the market, right? So if you invested, say, October or even November of last year, it, it, we all heard that the markets were at all-time highs, right. right? And people are thinking, oh, a lot of people are making money in the market. This is the time to get in, right? So you get in then. The market are at all-time highs. And so when it's at all-time highs, there's only one place for it to go, and it's going to go down, mm. right? And so it, we, we, we were saying at the end of last year, we are overdue for a correction in the market, we're overdue for a 10, at least 10 to 15% correction in the market. We knew that. And so when you try to time the market, you put your money in and you think that by, yeah, by March or, you know, February of next year, I'm going to be rich because the market is at all-time highs. And you look at the market now, the Dow was down 800 points yesterday. Mm. And if people are looking at their 401ks or their retirements, it's down significantly. 
so it, it this is the time and this is where you know it's so you always um and, and this is something that we learn you go it's it's a contrarian theory they said you always go uh, against public sentiments because when the market is like this and it's down so significantly and there's all this volatility people are scared and they don't want to get in because they say oh I'm going to lose all my money this is the time to get in it is not the time to get in when it's at all-time highs because it's already gone up. Wow. So, uh, so, so, so that's the thing. And, and it can't happen overnight. You have to be willing to leave it in there and wait till next year. This cool. time. Cynthia, I want to get a call in right quick. I know we're at the end of the show, but Cynthia, she called in. Cynthia from Atlanta. How you doing, Cynthia? You have a question for Sonia Fierce? Yes, I do. I wanted to uh, find out so I'm a middle-aged person um, heading close to 60. Uh, my children are grown and gone now, and I'm wondering, is it too late to start? If not, where do I start? It is definitely, definitely not too late. Um, and if you're saying you're close to 60, um, one, do you have a financial plan? And, and two, I mean, you're close to 60, and we anticipate that you're going to live till 90, 95. That's 30 years of investing and being in the market. And if we okay. put monies in the market now, regardless of how much it is, I could show you and model out for you what that would do for you in 30 years. It's never too late. And, and so where you. you start... Cynthia, I, I don't and, think and, Cynthia and, was ready for that. I think Cynthia was like, Cynthia's like, really? <laughs> Cynthia didn't know she was going to live to 95. See, she, see, you shocked her right there. Cynthia said, 95? She knows something I don't know. 95, I got to start investing. I got to get my, where's my 401k. These kids, right? You know, she was Cynthia's ready. She was, she was ready to retire. She was ready to go something, but she wasn't ready to hear she gonna live to ninety five. I'm just let you know right right now, Sonia. That shocked her. She got real quiet. She said ninety five. Man, I'm invested in the stock market at ninety five. <laughs> but that, but that's what I try to tell on this show because people they, they set age limit and age restrictions on what they can do and what they're supposed to do because at sixty you're not retiring you're just living you continue to right. keep dreaming keep investing in vacations keep investing in yourself more importantly because what happens is when you stop dreaming when you stop investing in yourself then guess what it affects you physically mentally you have no motivation so when you get to 95 you look 95 you walk 95 you have 95 year old money which usually if you didn't invest you have nothing and so that means is she's telling anybody who's listening do not think there's an age limit if you're 70 you can still invest if you're 80, you can still invest, but it's the different approach to the investment, the different approach That's to what it. you're trying to get out of it. What is your financial plan? What is your angle? So, Cynthia, she's telling you, yes, you can continue. <laughs> Thank you and so, so Cynthia, I'd give like me a call so we can talk about what you can do. Yes, yeah, sounds great. There you go, Cynthia. See, Cynthia, Cynthia, we we revived Cynthia. She she probably gonna go shopping now. She said ninety five. I gotta buy some new clothes. <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I know we have like a couple of minutes left. Uh, I want to squeeze in one question: dividends, stocks that have dividends tied to it. Is that advantageous? 
Absolutely. Um, you find these days that you get more income from dividends than you do from bonds, from the yield in bonds. So traditionally, a lot of people invested in, in bonds or fixed income because they would get income. That's why it's called fixed income. They would get a set amount of income from bonds. And, and, and the world's changed. Where you get income these days is from stocks dividend-paying stocks, and you can earn more income annually from dividend-paying stocks these days from than fixed income and bonds. Well, I'm going to tell you, Sonia, you are, are amazing. I hope you have find time to come back on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I, I know for a fact you changed Cynthia's life, okay? She, she's a little 95. <laughs> and Dave, now he's going to get off the penny slot machine and realize that the money's not going to come back tomorrow. It's going to come back over maybe over a six-month period. But more importantly, right. you told everybody, when the stock is on fire, wait. Wait. Because yes. it's going to calm yes. down. And when it calms down, slide yes. down. When catch it on the slide down. Don't catch it on the go up. Because the go up is when you want your money to how been, been, been put in at the slide down. And so, again, I want to thank you for taking the time of coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. And, again, you were fantastic. And uh, next time, bring your daughter. Bring your daughter on. Come in studio. I will. I will. Okay. Absolutely. It was my absolute pleasure, Rashawn. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it.